The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. All right, let's set the stage. You've got all of your paints and supplies ready in your creative space, whether it's in your studio or it's in your kitchen or in your room in your house. You've got all of your canvases ready. You Your paints are lined up and you may even have like a tiny idea of what you want to paint, but you just can't bring yourself to put your ass in front of the canvas. I have totally been there before, and there are many reasons for this. Number one, this is something I recently experienced. You could just be exhausted. You could just be burnout from all of the things that you've been doing. Another reason could be just because, you know, there's there are dishes to do. Uh, there are other priorities. There could be a cobweb in the corner. You may need to organize your pantry. I don't know, but it seems like there's always something that takes precedent over our creativity. But that is just what I call resistance. And when we finally break through the resistance, I know that I feel more alive and more vibrant than ever once I finally get my butt to the canvas. It's a little bit like the movie How Stella Got Her Groove Back. This time it's like how creatives get our groove back. So why do we let this happen and how can we break through that resistance? That's what we're talking about today. So in today's podcast, I'm going to give you five different ways to get your creative groove back. The first thing I want to talk about is admitting that the resistance even is there in the first place. You know, creating something that has never been birthed in the world before, I don't care if it's a piece of art, like a painting, or it's uh, writing a novel, I don't care if it's even just writing a blog or creating a piece of music, doing this, creating something that's never been done before, that takes courage. And it takes even more courage if we're going to do it from a place of, of being honest, because creating a piece of honest art really means that we are having to basically turn ourselves inside out to make the truest, most authentic piece of art there is out there. And like I said, that takes so much courage because as artists, if we're really doing the big work as artists... It's that we are being truthful and we are being, again, honest. And when we do so, that validates the human experience for not only self, or for ourselves, but also for others. But that really takes a lot of courage. By admitting to ourselves that the resistance is there, I mean, just really just taking a moment. And for me, it's like, okay, Jody. There's that resistance again, like just admitting it 
is a way of shining the light on the shadows. And by doing that, it takes the power away. And what this is, just in a nutshell, is it's our ego. Our ego is there to do what? It's there to protect ourselves. But what does the ego like more than anything? Our ego likes certainty, our ego likes security, and our ego likes repetition. It's just there to keep us safe. But going out on a limb, creating something that's never been done before is a little scary, like I said, and it takes courage. So the ego is there to go, hey, I'm not so sure you want to do this, but we're going to have to silence that ego and just show up. The first thing, like I said, is just to admit that the resistance is there. The second thing is we want to commit to the process, not the end product. So there is just too much pressure on us to create a masterpiece. And just that feeling of alone of, well, what if I get in there into the studio or what if I sit down to create a piece of art and, and it's ugly? Well, it's going to get that way. Probably, I don't know, maybe not for you, but only 100% of the pieces of art I've ever created at some point goes a little fugly, right? And so if I will commit not to making a masterpiece, but just committing to the process of creating at all, then that will get my butt in the chair, whether it's, you know, for writing. Sometimes with writing, I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to write. Well, if I just commit to the process of first butt in chair or, you know, butt in front of the canvas, that will help me break through that resistance. And then if I keep in mind, Jody, just do it for the joy of it. And what does the joy of it feel like? For me, it's like, just do it for the love of the way the paint smells. Do it for the joy of mixing and and being surprised and delighted by the colors that I create that I never knew was going to happen before I started. You know, do it just for the delight of creativity itself, for the process and not for the end product. And be committed. This is big. Be committed to the fugly. Be committed to that and don't let it scare you. Just know it's going to happen. Celebrate when that part of the process happens. And for goodness sakes, don't stop. Just keep going. Okay, number three on how we get our creative groove back. Don't wait to be inspired before you show up. Um, Waiting to be inspired to paint or to write or whatever your creative um, medium is, waiting to be inspired is for novices. Um, You could wait for a really, really long time if you were just waiting to be inspired. Um, I never know what I'm going to paint. I don't know what is going to come out when I write um, or like I said, when I show up. And if I waited to know exactly what was going to happen, I never would do it. So you can't wait for inspiration. Picasso even said, and I love this, Picasso said, inspiration exists, but it has to find you working. 
So I absolutely love that. So don't wait for inspiration. Just start. Do the next right thing. Just follow your curiosity. Okay, number four and how we get our creative groove back. Personify the resistance. So what do I mean by personify the resistance? I like to give it a name. It's very similar to uh, The Little Mermaid. Have, have you guys, if you haven't seen The Little Mermaid, don't talk to me. We can't talk. But in The Little Mermaid, Ursula is, you know, the sea witch that is trying to steal Ariel's voice. And so I like to think of it that way. What if we personified the resistance and we gave it a name? I don't care what name you give it. You can give it, you know, Jack, you know, sorry to all the Jacks out there, but you can, I don't care what you call it, but if you personify it, then I don't know, I'm a little competitive and it's like, it's me versus them and I'm going to win every single time, especially if I am, it's like, that personification. And and I love the way Elizabeth Gilbert talks about resistance. And she talks about it in terms of fear, which, you know, every time we're in a creative place, fear is going to be in the room. Or as she describes it also, she, it's like in the car. So you're, you're driving your car or you're in the middle of the creative process and fear is there. And what she says is, she says, fear, you you can sit in the back seat. You can't drive. I'm going to drive, but you're going to be here. We always know you're not going to go away completely. So you can sit in the back seat. You can't adjust the radio. You can't roll the windows up and down, but you can stay in the car. So if we personify that resistance, know it's there and just get a little competitive. It's like, it's you or them, and it's always going to be you. Okay, number five, this is one of my favorite um, hacks, creative hacks as far as getting my groove back, but also, you know, I, I learned it from other areas of my life, and that is buy new art supplies. It doesn't have, have to be like a ton. You can just buy some new colors, you can buy new palette knives, something, but uh, either go online and look at things, you know, from various places like Jerry's Artorama or Dick Blick or whatever it might be, or go to an art supply store. But it's like when I haven't been exercising for a little while, if I will buy new exercise clothes or maybe some new running shoes, if I buy some sort of piece of exercise clothes, then when it comes in, well, I mean, you got to use it, right? You got to get out there and put it to work. It's the exact same thing. Uh, when we're trying to get back into our creativity, if you'll buy a new art supplier, maybe maybe you're a writer and you buy a new tablet or you buy a new pen or whatever it might be, or maybe like for me, I have a certain place in my home where I write, and so if I buy maybe like a new little candle or a crystal and I set it up there, then that gives me that incentive to put my butt in the chair and to start writing. So. Um, those are my five hacks for getting our creative groove back. But for me, the greatest reward of all is that feeling that I get after I have been in like a creative session and maybe I just get to the studio and I paint, uh, you know, two or three hours or something like that. 
the feeling within my body, it's almost like a remembering. It's like a returning home to myself. And it's the self that maybe I've neglected because I've put everything else first. I've put the people in my lives first. I've put, you know, dishes or anything. It's really easy to put everything else uh, as a priority in our lives and just think of our creativity as something that's optional. But once we get in there and we actually do the damn thing, we realize, oh my goodness, this is like life force energy coming back to us. Um, if you feel like you're a little stuck and you just want something to give you that nudge, like I said, you know, getting an art supply or a new something, uh, I'd like to offer you the color course for rebels, which is my creativity course that I wish I had years ago that talks about color and color mixing. And there's so many fun things to do as far as color mixing. If you're looking to get your creative groove back, we also talk about composition and, you know, all kinds of ways to get unstuck in our art. But the color course for rebels is what I created just for that. So until next time, take good care of yourselves, get your butt back to the canvas, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey. 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 Hey.